Study Smart series brought to you by the Academy features Will Robbins, a past pupil and study expert, here to show you his seven steps towards achieving what he did in his Leaving Cert, and myself, David Lewis, maths teacher, biology teacher, and study skills coach here at the Dublin Academy. Okay, Will, so first post, the five things you wish you told yourself when you were going into sixth year. Mm. Uh, firstly, why did you pick this one first? Well, uh, when I was talking to Chris about writing these, this kind of blog series, I thought it'd be very easy to focus on you know, what would be the absolute ultimate best uh, study routine that, that someone could adopt. Um, but then I was kind of thinking, you know, um, there's a line from Warren Buffett's kind of right-hand man, Charlie Munger. Um, he says, it's easier to avoid stupidity than to seek out brilliance. Um, so that was kind of the, the theme of that post. It's that if you can spot the common pitfalls that, that a lot of people fall into, um, then you can actually do really well by just avoiding those rather than trying to be absolutely perfect every day. Um, so yeah, that was one of the main, the one of the main kind of pitfalls I did see was that a lot of students get stressed during the year. Probably it was exacerbated last year by the whole coronavirus thing, and and certainly there are there are reasons to be stressed. Um, but then there are also reasons that uh, shouldn't be kind of be taking up your mental bandwidth uh, in that way. So I, I wanted to kind of allay some of those fears and doubts that people tend to have going into the year, um, and hopefully the post did that uh, in addressing kind of five of of the main things I came across both in my own experience and uh, in talking to prospective six-year students. Yeah, fantastic. Well, I actually thought it was a brilliant post to start with because, as you said, a lot of the problems come from mistakes versus things that you do or incorrect things that you do versus things, not things that you don't do. Mm. And people think that they're missing out and stuff. But I thought it was a really nice, mature and easy way for a student to bed themselves into what we were trying to achieve with this series. Yeah. So yeah. could you talk us through the the five things that you as a student would have wished you told yourself and that these students for this year can actually adopt? Yeah, number one, um, I would have told myself, you know, there's life beyond the Leaving Cert. Uh, but when you're going through it, it kind of feels like it's the only thing that matters, yeah. um, the Leaving Cert. But actually, um, the very worst case scenario is, is that you, say, fail your exams, don't get the course you want, and uh, the worst thing can happen from that is that you either repeat or, or find another way to do what you love. You know, there's, there's infinite examples of people who didn't do so on the Leaving Cert that actually went on to, to do what they wanted to do in the world. Um, and if the very worst case scenario is, is just a year out of your life, you know, in the vast ocean, that is your life. You know, that's just going to be a little drop of water and um, that one year out. So mm -hmm. um, I kind of wanted to, to reiterate that there's not that much to fear and um, the worst case, case scenario isn't isn't that bad um, and there is a, an exercise I kind of recommend for that um, which is Tim Ferriss's fear setting exercise mm -hmm. um, and that's just imagine the worst case scenario before you're going to do anything um, and ask yourself you know would I be okay with that and if it did happen how could I get back to, to where I am now and get yeah. back on a good trajectory and um in reality, it, it's not going to be. Uh, it's going to be a lot easier than you think to kind of recover. So, um, kind of removing that fear of failure, I think, is important if you're going to give your all to to the year ahead. Yeah, I, th I I really like that. I really like that idea there. That at the moment, because it's right in their face, that's all the student can think about. Mm. But there are so many other options. And and being honest as well, once even if they do very well, it's highly likely. Like I, I saw you say a number a uh, number of times in in certain posts, but also to me that. They're gonna do di have different careers and realize different passions as they grow older and as they mature. Mm. So 
that's important. Okay, no, number two. What was number two? Number two was uh, that a lot of people spent on like focusing on all the the many unknowns that are around leaving cert, and mm-hmm. um, and that might be you know what if I get a harsh marker? What if the right questions don't come up for me? Um, um, anything you know? Um, just all all those unknown surrounding the exam um, and if you're I'm sure you're, you've read kind of some of the stoicism uh, stoic philosophy text but that's one of the main things they talk about it's that uh, you know you can't thinking about things outside of your control uh, does nothing to prevent them or overcome them it just kind of it's going to make you more anxious and um, so in that way I was very much uh, putting forth the point that focus on what you can control you know you can't mm-hmm. control what's going to happen on the day but you can control your inputs and and um, having your kind of study routine nailed down getting good quality work done each day um, and then if you do all those things in the words of uh, the Super Bowl winner Bill Walsh you know the score will take care of itself mm-hmm. and if you walk into your exams knowing that you've um, done your very best in, in the lead up then everything after that is a bonus and I think that's that's the healthiest way to kind of approach it yeah I'd also from that as well with the controllables and what you've said there I would, I would think with students that actually being honest I know they're going to disagree with me on this but 99% of it is the work that you do up before you actually go into the exam itself yeah. and that's all the learning that will stick with you for the rest of your life and the, mm-hmm. the tools and the, the lessons and stuff so control you can control as you said there and the rest the score will take care of itself it's, it's a good yeah. one uh, yeah, and, and just on that, there's uh, Mark Twain, I believe, said, you know, I, I'm an old man, I've known a great many worries, most of which have never happened. So, and Seneca as well said, uh, we suffer more in imagination than in reality. Yeah. And so, like, most of these things that people are worrying about won't actually happen. Um, and they're just kind of taking up mental bandwidth uh, during the year for, for no good reason. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I'd say on that. Perfect. Um, number three? Uh, number three was an interesting one. So, um, it comes from something called the spotlight effect and uh, I certainly felt this during the year that I had to do well in leaving cert to kind of prove um, that I was smart to other people and um, people in the year and so that you know they might, might respect me and if I did badly then uh, people were going to judge me and stuff and I, I think it, it is quite common and um, even if you're a good student you kind of think oh what if I don't do quite as well as I thought you know what will people think mm-hmm. um, and you know, as humans, we, we do tend to kind of have a, have a great capacity for self-evaluation. Um, probably the main way we do that is in relation to something else. And as we're surrounded by humans, that becomes someone else. Mm-hmm. So um, what I said in the essay is that unless you're the very best student in the country, that's a, a recipe for unhappiness. Yeah. Um, and there's only one student, best student in the country. Um, yeah. So the chances are it's, it's probably not you. Um, no offense. Um, but th- there's only one game that you can really win, and that's uh, as cliche as it sounds. That's being yourself, and and when you kind of pivot to that mindset, it just kind of becomes about um, how you can improve yourself, what you can learn every day, um, and your own standards, and how you feel about what you do. I think that's I think that's really really true. A lot of the stuff with um, with with that once you put like certain metaphors in into bigger real world terms, that's not there. Students can kind of go, actually, wait a second, I'm being a little bit of a being a bit silly here like you know if, yeah. you're, if you're worrying about as you said in the previous rule certain questions coming up uh, well are you worried about a solar flare potentially burning the whole earth you don't walk around all yeah. day doing that or worrying about like those sort of uncontrollables why would you worry about those questions you can't do anything about that mm. 
Um, but at least in the school context, you can prepare yourself for the yeah, questions. Yeah. So then for the comparing yourself to who you were yesterday versus somebody else, you said there's this one student per year and they might even like compare themselves to students from other years and, yeah. and, and stuff outside of school. And like, the, uh, the vectors of kind of comparison are, are totally arbitrary. So usually we, we would like compare ourselves to other people and something they're really good at and, and we're bad at. Yeah. Maybe in the Leaving Street context academics, but there's obviously something that they're bad at and they, they might envy your um person uh, your your ability to speak to others, your um prowess on, on the sports field. Um so you know, you kinda of do this mental contrasting where you're contrasting something they're really good at to something you're bad at and and that's just a recipe for unhappiness. So Yeah. Like would would you want to say for someone who was guaranteed a H one in maths because they're putting in X amount of hours per week, would you want to give up everything you have in your life to have everything they have in their life? And that's the only way I suppose you could you, you can talk about it. You're not gonna you don't wanna person, just yeah. randomly have it or it on another context, like I suppose um um, a rugby player doesn't wake up in the morning and kind of go oh I wish I was Mo Farah I wish mm. I could run like it's like it's just silly and that's what people tend to do on a or even like if you're doing a local sport kind of go, oh why am I not Usain Bolt yeah <laughs> you know it's, it, and that's what people tend to do yeah and uh, it's a good point you make that um, Jordan Peterson actually talks talks about a bit it's that you know uh, as children we're kind of limitless potential so we can be anything um, but to actually become someone or something of merit you have to um choose something so you have to be something um and you have uh, to you can do you can do anything you can't do everything so yeah uh, the act of kind of becoming a better version of yourself by definition you're going to kind of um go down a, a narrower path than than kind of have all these uh options open to you so um you're not going to be the best at everything you know, you're going to be good in a particular domain um, and that's why it's kind of futile to compare yourself uh, to others on a, on a different kind of domain. Yeah, yeah, perfect. So, last one? Last one, um, it was kind of a, a nice way to finish up. Um, I, I kind of titled it, uh, The Days Are Long But The Year Is Short. Yeah, I love this one. Um, and so, what I mean by that is, you know, sometimes the leaving certain year can feel interminable, that, um, you know, it's just never going to end, and those kind of long, uh, dark, you know, dark when you're going to school. Dark when you're when you're coming home. Uh, dark those, in your soul. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those uh, those November evenings. So um, while the the grinds and the classes and the study sessions they can pass quite slowly at times, depending on uh, the subject, I suppose. And um, the year actually goes by in a flash. So mm-hmm. um, I'd encourage students to kind of appreciate the journey. You know, um, you know, enjoy enjoy the little moments. You know, the crazy teachers you have or or the just the funny times that, that kind of happen uh, in class and because you'll miss it when it's gone, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, I thought that was, that was a really nice one um, because there is times and I suppose you could relate it back to, to sports or even a movie or maybe you're going out with your, your parents or a holiday or something like that. You seem, this moment seems to think that it's lasting a long time and obviously that can change certain things but then when you're finished the, the run you're like, actually that wasn't that bad, mm. that was fine and uh in terms of the Leaving Cert year, having gone through it so recently, but then also myself even a long time ago, but then also seeing students every single year, I do see people un- put under these different circumstances, uh, strange things, but you see them having such an enjoyable time, and they can have such an enjoyable time, and it's yeah. important that they do. Um, 
Brilliant, that's fantastic. Well, I, I really enjoy that that uh, mature first way of looking out on the year versus straight away getting into the nitty gritty of books and how to get stuff into our heads and stuff like that. Let's actually set out our stall, set out our principles first of all about how we are going to act and how also we are not going to act. Yeah. Um, so, brilliant. Thanks very much. Thank you.